Hi, I'm Hassel. And I'm JP. And this is Pulled Corks Podcast. All right, folks, it's been a month since we've had an episode come out, and uh, we're sorry about that, but I know we keep making excuses every single episode about how busy we've been, but we've really been busy. Yes, we're working on, on something, something big. Yes, uh, our, uh, we're working on our little wine club and uh, also our online shop, and that should be dropping any day now. On the way. It's on the way. On the way, so keep your eyes out for it, and uh, we will definitely uh, let you know, and we'll advertise quite heavily so you can be a part of that, especially you folks in the EU. But today we've got something special in store for you. A very special guest. I went to Baden-Baden, this really beautiful German town at the yeah at the foothills of the Black Forest. It's an old like bathing town. Even the Romans had a big public bath there there's like hot springs it's an old ancient culture of uh, bathing and relaxing like a spa a spa culture there and it goes back to roman times so in in this picturesque town there's one of the eight masters of wine we have here in germany his name is constantine constantine baum master of wine he's the youngest of them all he did it at a really early age, and I uh, took the opportunity to, to talk to him. It's also interesting because he does a very similar concept of wine club we are planning to do uh, in Germany for German customers. So you can learn a little bit about his wine club and um, also about the uh, really difficult, tough uh, master wine exam. And also a little bit about his history. It, it's exciting, yeah. All right, everyone, so without further ado... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Hello, from Baden-Baden, Germany. I'm here with uh, Konstantin Baum, Master of Wine. He's the youngest Master of Wine of how many are there in Germany? Eight. Eight Masters in Germany. And we have the youngest Master of Wine in Germany here right in front of us. And uh, I'll ask him a couple of questions. First, what is a master of wine and how do you become a master of wine? So the master of wine is a qualification that was first developed in the 50s in the UK, in England, because they basically wanted to train the trade and they wanted to create a qualification that really, uh, well, that, that was really associated with the best people in the trade. So um, this is how it started, and then pretty soon afterwards, they set up the Institute of Masters of Wine, which is still the institution that is in charge of educating Masters of Wine all around the world. And now we are roughly a little less than 400 Masters of Wine uh, in, in the entire, on the entire planet. There are Masters of Wine in the US, in Australia, New Zealand, in India, in China, and obviously in Germany as well. And it's been um, developing quite well over the last few years. We, we've seen more and more interest in the qualification. I think it's now accepted as uh, one of the highest, if not the highest qualification in the, in the wine world. The Master of Wine really doesn't focus on a special aspect of the wine world. It's more, 
more qualification for all aspects of the wine world nowadays. There are people from different backgrounds that start the Master of Wine. We have quite a few winemakers who are Masters of Wine now, like Olivier Sintumbricht, for example, in in Arsas, or um, different winemakers all all around the world. We have famous journalists like Jancis Robinson, who who was the first uh, person outside of the wine trade who became a Master of Wine. But there's still quite a few people also from the wine trade who are masters of wine and uh, in order to become a master of wine you have to study really hard learn a lot about wine um, learn a lot about different aspects of the wine world you have to know a, a lot about viticulture a lot about enology vi- a lot about the business of wine how is wine being sold all around the world and you obviously have to taste quite a lot of uh, a lot of wines during the during the exam you have to identify in total 36 wines blind um, explain what grape varieties were used to make that wine how the wine was uh, was made uh, how this kind of wine could be sold in the in in a specific market which vintage is this wine from and different to some other qualifications it's all all written so you have to write essays in order to answer the theory questions and you have to write descriptions of the wines um, explain in detail why the wine is a Riesling and not a Sauvignon Blanc or a Chenin Blanc for example. Okay um, so you told us that this uh, is a really hard examination a hard uh, training tough training so how, what motivated you to go that far into wine? How, how did you get sucked into that topic so deeply that you actually accepted the challenge to do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the master of wine is really difficult, but for a lot of people who are doing it, they actually do it because it's so difficult. I mean, uh, it's, it's also about the challenge, uh, challenging, challenging yourself. I mean, I actually started learning about the master of wine when I was still working in restaurants. So um, I've been, well, I've been working in all different elements of the wine world, really. But when I, when I first read about it, I was a sommelier in a two-star Michelin restaurant in, in Dublin, Ireland. And I um, read an article in a, in a wine magazine about it. And I just kind of, it just kind of popped into my head that I have to do this because the the, the title of the article was the 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 way of the master and uh, it was uh, yeah it really described how how difficult and challenging it would be to become a master of wine and later on I learned that um, more than ninety percent of the people who start the master of wine will never pass the the qualification and never get the letters. But I kind of uh, learned pretty quickly into the uh, getting into the program that it's not really all about just about passing it. It's also about the journey and really um, building your understanding of wine, uh, getting getting a broader understanding of the wine world, and meeting people. So, so the best thing about the master of wine is really um, the network that you create not just of um, Masters of Wine, but also of Masters of Wine students. Um, some of them, like I said, 90% of them will never become a Master of Wine, but they will still be interesting, uh, exciting people that are working in the wine trade all around the world. So, so you'll 
pretty much instantaneously have a have a great network of really exciting, interesting people. And I was always one of the youngest, if not the youngest, um, in all my my uh, classes or all the seminars. And I really, well, I I really built a broad broad network of people who were much more experienced, much more knowledgeable, much more successful than I was. So 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 that's really the best thing about the master of wine. And it sounds really exciting and really worthwhile. So you were kind of a, a little bit also drawn by the sportsmanship of the challenge. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I, I like challenging myself. I mm. like to do difficult mm. things. Uh, um, and and this was one of the the things that that were really difficult and therefore attracted me. Becoming the Jedi Master, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. Actually, quite a lot of Masters of Wine that draw that uh, link to to the Jedi yeah, or Star Wars. Yeah, universe. To Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of like as esoteric as the Jedi School. Yeah. yeah so not yeah. not quite. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think it actually it's actually a qualification that is very much based in in science. Yes. Uh, much more scientific than. Than uh, some people might expect, um, and there are more 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 people in that uh, in that uh, qualification as well who have a scientific background. Mm -hmm. So it's not just esoteric, but it has some aspects of it mm -hmm. that are really close to it. For example, you get a mentor allocated to you when you become a student, uh, and that's kind of like your Padawan uh, uh, in, in 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 Star Wars. But but yeah, I I, I mean. There, there, there are some links, but it's not all esoteric, that's for sure. So, uh, so you come from the restaurant trade, did that really difficult exam, got that title of the Jedi Master, <laughs> in quotation marks. <laughs> And so what did you afterwards, what helped that uh, qualification in your career? What, what was? Yeah, so, so just with regards to my background, I mean, I actually started in restaurants and then I worked in a winery in New Zealand for a bit and then studied oenology and business because I wanted to go into the trade. And while I was doing the Master of Wine, I was actually based in London and was working for a, a startup uh, in the wine world. Um, and, and I always kind of knew that I wanted to do my own thing and set up my own business. I always liked to be as free as possible and able to make my own decisions. And I think that the very natural fit there is that you set up your own thing, your own business. Um, so so I set up my own company, which is called Meine Leser, when I, well, right before I passed the MW. I moved back to Germany, set up Meine Leser, and Meine Leser is uh, a company uh, through which I import wines from all over Europe, um, mainly from really small uh, producers. Most of them are organic or biodynamic. Um, all of them make really great wines but often wines that are not yet represented in the German market or not, are not as well known. Um, therefore, those wines usually are a very good uh, quality for, 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 for the price. So, so you get real great wine um, for fairly low prices. And I sell those wines all over Germany through my online shop. So, so 95% of my analysis business or even more of that than that is um, online sales. Yeah, I'm a customer too. And I enjoy the wines. Great. I, th I think they are organic. They are biodynamic, most of them. Uh, but they're not like the natural wines, though they are very classic in style, I think. Yeah. They're really good representatives of their geography. So you can feel your education in that. Yeah. You know the styles, you know what to look for, yeah, I think. 
and I, what was really important for me with Mindless is that I um, that I, I pretty much spend fifty percent of my time traveling around. So so I I actually go into the wine regions, uh, look look through different wineries, um, taste and sample all of their wines, compare them, and then in the end uh, decide which wines I wanna wanna import. And like that, I, I'm very close to to what's what's happening. I always try to study as many sources as possible when it comes to discovering new talent. Um, and uh, and and I'm, I'm I find it very important to actually be there and be at the winery, talk to the winemaker, see what they do, how they do it, in order to understand what what they want to convey. And then my main sales tool, if you want to call it, is my email newsletter. So I send out a newsletter pretty much once or twice a week. Um, and I don't I don't it's not a promotional thing. It's more. It's more educational, informative, uh, entertaining even. Mm. Um, and I have quite a lot of people who actually read it um, and don't necessarily uh, buy the wine in the end. But, but for me, it's always most important that people actually read what I, what I send out. And then um, quite a few of them obviously also buy. Uh, and, and that helps me uh, uh, keep the business going. That's also important. But, but for me, it's very important to tell interesting stories and really inspire people yes wine is made by people yeah and it's coming from very distinct regions you can learn a lot about yeah. I, I love the newsletter I'm, I'm reading every every newsletter when it's Great. coming in I'm always happy because it's it's really for me it's also education I'm, I'm learning a lot by just reading your newsletters yeah that's perfect yeah and um, also yeah the it, yeah, minimalism. Maybe we should translate it in, in, into English. It's yeah. like my harvest, basically. Yeah, yeah. kind of. I, I was <laughs> thinking long, long and hard about about it. I worked together with an agency who did all, all the design and, and the shop and all that kind of stuff. But they came up with different wine uh, names for for the shop, and I didn't like any of them. But it's really difficult to find a name. Uh, that is still available in, in the German market because you obviously also need to, to have the IP address. And and I was kind of thinking and thinking and thinking and at some point I came up with this name. And it's basically, yeah, it's a it's a play of words. Um, it means my harvest, but it also means my selection because an Auslese is a, is a selection. So, so, so um, but it's always something really personal. And if someone buys wine at minor laser they receive the the box at some point and then it becomes their their selection uh diner laser i say so 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 um yeah i i i it took quite a while to find that name but i'm happy with it now (laughs) it's a nice idea a nice concept and also that personal touch i I, yet each and every package is like branded with a spray mark yeah. with your logo you get a handwritten card in your box so it's a really nice personal touch yeah. you don't feel like an anonymous customer yeah, exactly I mean, yeah. it obviously gets more and more difficult as as i get more and more customers mm-hmm. to to keep that personal aspect going but it's very important for me and, and i actually like around christmas i get gifts from my customers like sending me wine or sweets or all kinds of things or i get get letters from them back and that's obviously great uh, to to kind of see that you're not just running a business you, it's it's more to some people it's it's more than than just another online shop 
Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a great community around. Yeah, that, I think. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people who also order your wines, and then we great. exchange information and. Also, like you have to try this, you have to try that. Yeah. I'm always pushing the Lambrusco because I love it. <laughs> yeah, the Lambrusco is actually getting quite a lot of attention right now. I just saw in the current Sommelier mag magazine, ah. uh, it's 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 actually been the highest rate, one of the two or three highest rated Lambruscos in the tasting that Meininger did, uh, uh -huh. and and I think it's the cheapest as well. So. <laughs> it's, it's a great value for yeah. for the, your money you pay with yeah. all your wines. I think like. All over, uh, you can say, you don't pay much and get a lot. Yes. Yeah, that's what I tr what yeah. I'm trying to to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, if if you read German, if you can navigate the website, yeah, definitely check it out. Just yeah, order six it. bottles and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. You also have like a, a subscription service on the exactly, website. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I got an abo, um, like a, a su subscription where where you can basically get um, a case of wine every months every two months or every three months so mm -hmm. you can select your own uh, yeah the the number of cases that you mm -hmm. want to order per year it's like six bottles each. yeah exactly it's 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 six bottles three different wines so you always get two two bottles of the same mm -hmm. wine uh, so you can drink one and put the other mm -hmm. one away or or drink both if you want <laughs> that's that's fine with me and you always get some some more information some additional information um on the wines uh, in in a little leaflet that I write every month. So oh, great! Uh, I like the shop and I really promote it to my great. friends. Thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah, and we we are happy to support you with that one. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Okay, now we have another topic: uh, California. Yeah. So I've seen on Facebook that you have been to the U.S. and you are up to something new. So yeah, that's that's right. I mean, I I've been to California quite a few times. Um, I really like the U.S. I actually, when I when I finished school, the first thing me and two of my best friends did, traveled from Philadelphia to L.A. Uh, across the country in Greyhound buses, and the final destination obviously was California there. Um, and yeah, ever since then, I I really liked uh, California as a as a state, and I um, started to fall in love with the wines as well. And since the beginning of this year, basically, I'm, I'm the ambassador for the Wine Institute of California, and we are running quite a few masterclasses uh, all over Germany uh, in the next few months, and we are working on different activities uh, all over Europe uh, for the for the for the not too distant future. So, so it's a lot of fun. And this is really exciting. Uh, I. I just came back from a trip to New York City and got really deep into American wine. Yeah. I wasn't very exposed to the American wines, so I could try a lot of new interesting things, but also some American classics that that are hard to get here. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I think the the problem is still that people haven't really or don't really understand what's going on over there. Um especially in California. I mean, if you talk about the U.S. wine industry, California plays a very important role because it's by far uh, the biggest uh, region that produces wines, the biggest state, but you, you get, obviously, wine in all, uh, all, all, of the, all of the states of the United States of America. But um, yeah, California is really exciting because um, there's so much development going on. There are so many young and fresh winemakers making new styles, 
making wines that are more balanced than they used to be. Um, they're obviously still also rich and concentrated styles, which you uh, like or, or don't like, uh, depending on your own preferences. But um, there, there are so many really beautiful, well-balanced uh, Pinots and Chardonnays coming out of the U.S. now. We still get great Cabernets. Um, and last time I was I was there was in in autumn, and we we traveled all across uh, the state basically. Well, we we started in Santa Barbara and moved up uh, through through Lodi and went to Napa, obviously, but also spent quite quite some time in. Sonoma and the Sonoma coast and it really gave us gave me a very good understanding of what is possible there because you have so many different climates to play around with and the most important uh, aspect in in California is obviously the influence of the ocean while in uh, Europe we, we are really influenced by the Atlantic that brings in warm water and air from from the Gulf of Mexico in California you actually have the inverse effect. You 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 have a strong influence of the Pacific that brings in cool air and water into the state. And the closer you are to the sea, the the fresher and more elegant are the wines. And I think there's quite quite a there are quite a few opportunities now for those wines because um, they they compared to wines from Burgundy, they get really cheap now. I mean, uh, like great Pinots and, and Chardonnays. Between fifty and eighty euros might sound expensive, but but if you look at Burgundy, it, it actually is quite 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 cheap, or or uh, it's 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 a good price. And if you also look at, at German wines nowadays, I mean, great German Pinots um, or great white wines from Germany are also getting more and more expensive. Uh, and all of a sudden, some of those wines from from the US US are real value. So. So yeah, that's uh, it's a lot of fun, uh, and and what is great about California, uh, working with the people over there is, uh, in Germany we have quite a lot of winemakers that make great wine, but very few of them are really great communicators. <laughs> they they really struggle in telling their stories, which is a bit of a shame, and I think in in the U.S. Uh, people are much more accustomed to. Uh, tell their story in an exciting and interesting way and uh, this obviously inspires me and, and makes my job much much easier because um, I get all those interesting stories that, that um, the winemakers and their children or, or whoever tells tells me and and then uh, then it's quite quite a bit easier to to communicate uh, this exciting uh, and those exciting aspects of the California wine industry to people over here. Yeah, I think that's a big point. They have to tell the stories because nobody knows really about the new world. They have to yeah. create themselves. But, in but I think it's also yeah. it's also much more okay, uh, and people are much more used to um, telling an, an interesting story in Germany. Uh, we 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 are sometimes maybe scared to to yeah. tell a story, or 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 people might associate um, like that with showing off. Yeah, boasting. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, um, in in the US, it's quite quite common to kind of tell an in interesting story and make your life uh, an interesting story. And and obviously, we all have experienced experienced exciting stuff. It's just a question of how to package it and how to communicate it. Uh, and yeah, in, in the US, uh, they're they're at least they they are not everyone, but there are more people who are able to tell an exciting story.
Uh, that makes it even more interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to your master classes. I hope yeah. I can take part in one of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, actually doing one in Munich uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know when this is going to air, but um, the master classes are all booked out, anyways. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we we're also doing um, some in uh, Karlsruhe and in Cologne at the end of June um, and there's still some spaces left I think I might make it to Karlsruhe yeah that'd be great just before I take off to another Japan trip okay but, cool yeah, yeah. I, I, show, I see if I can make it so yeah, yeah. that'd be good I, I think we can wrap it up here yeah okay really thank you very much for having pulled corks here in Baden-Baden yeah you're welcome big shout out to the Hotel Amart <laughs> yeah that's because it. they even uh provided us with a quiet and nice hotel room you yeah, couldn't exactly. hear anything except the church bells which are pretty nice in the background <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah really nice hotel if you ever happen to stay in uh, Baden-Baden yeah, hotel am marked yeah, marked yeah, 18 yeah. it's it's the it's the hotel of my wife just just to explain and and it's in the third generation so it's a, so it's a real family run nice little boutique hotel so so come by if you ever in Baden-Baden that's for sure beautiful spacious rooms quiet yeah, yes. apart from the church bells. <laughs> apart from the church bells, but they add to the atmosphere. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Yeah, and thanks Hope a lot. to have you on the show again someday. Yeah, sure. Okay, and we're back, and that was JP's interview with Constantine Baum. Yeah, I enjoyed my little trip to Baden-Baden, and I hope you enjoyed the information you got from a real master of wine. We have a lot of interesting guests in the pipeline i hope you like this interview style format and that we have guests on the show let us know if you like them uh, shoot us a message on facebook at our pulled corks fan page on instagram at pulled corks or at jp pulled corks or you visit us on our website and shoot us a message and our website is pulled corks.com so any so- other announcements Nothing right off the bat. Just uh, keep an eye open for our upcoming events, and uh, which we are going to have more events soon, too, for the local listeners. Yeah, we will have the events like in the Pfalz area around Kaiserslautern, Rammstein. If, you're, if you happen to be in Germany, if you're in, in the area, let us know and uh, shoot us a message. Get in contact. Stay in touch. There's a lot to come up. Absolutely. Big things on the horizon for pulled corks. And that's all I can think of for now. So I guess until next time, it's cheers. Cheers. Cheers.